Welcome to Real Adventures, talking all things fishing, boating and the great outdoors. The Melbourne Boat Show Docklands, October 26th to 29th, on water, off water. Free tickets and information online. And for Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, with protection like no other. Here's your hosts, Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Habgood. Good morning and welcome to Real Adventures for the Melbourne Boat Show, Docklands, October 26th to 29th. Right now, Aaron, on water, off water, free tickets and information online. Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Habgood joining you this morning to talk fishing, boating and the great outdoors. And of course, the Melbourne Boat Show, which we are halfway through, Redmond. Well, you've got me up early. You know what the boat shows are like. It's about... Boats all day and beers of a night. <laughs> Luckily that I haven't been having any beers because I'm not allowed to, unfortunately, anymore, Patrick. But we had a good night last we night. We did. Great out, night. Out for dinner, but into bed early, which is always good and up fresh today. A few Q&As uh, at the uh, Melbourne Marine yep. Centre stand. Great to see plenty of kids out there as well. Yep, and uh, I'll be there all day today. You are bailing home today. You've got a few family commitments, but I am What do you got today? What do you got today? Stage talks, 10.40 and roughly 5.30. What are you talking about at 10.40? haven't worked that bit out yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon, it's gonna, I reckon I'm going to go either along the barrel tuna or maybe even keep it to the summer school tuna. What so, have you got the most questions about so far? Snapper. Snapper, yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose that makes season. sense. We, we're coming but to the. Our very good friend Lee Rayner is covering Snapper straight after me, so I'm ten yeah. ten forty. Then into Lee, and then Lee and I are actually talking together this afternoon. A little Q and A and panel. I guess we're gonna. If we've got no one there to listen to us, we'll it, bounce off each other. But well, generally uh, it turns into a roast when you two are on stage together. So mm. are you going to keep it serious, or are you actually going to talk about? I don't think I've ever just been how serious. average he is, and he'll talk. I'll talk about his. What do, you, what do you reckon? We talk about his flathead spinning he does in Malakuta. <laughs> it looks like fun that fishery, but no, the show has been <laughs> has been great. So uh, you and I had a little, bit of a wander yesterday. I love looking all your through. Thoughts? Well, I love looking through uh, all the different models, different boats, how they're fitted out, and doing it next to each other. Yep. That's the best part, and and we've spoken about this so often. But if you are in the market for a boat, there's actually no better place to go to than a boat show. And, and we'll talk a little bit later because the Sanctuary Cove boat show, I think that's actually expanding. They're, mm. they're increasing their size, their footprint, um, which, is, which is great. It just shows that people are really interested and um, the dealers uh, are finding real value in it. And obviously there's real value in the, in the Melbourne boat show because we're, we're seeing more dealers and we have the previous years make sense with COVID. Um, but, but I've loved, I really like the, the fit out on the Whitley. Now, I know you'll talk about the Dead Rise. It's not exactly a fishing it's, machine. It's the air. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about the finish of it as a bit of, I won't say caravan on water, but I've already said it. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a good looking boat. That, that new 27SL, yep. that was really impressive. I was impressed by the, um, the big donk on the back of it, the big Merc. 400? 400 yep. V10. Yeah. That's a big girl. Um, and you stand and next to that. And it, really, it is ginormous. Yeah, they're a big engine. 43 knots. But on, they're only light. Yeah. So it's crazy how it works. 43 knots on the on the boat sails, I think it is, review, which was interesting. I reckon that it wouldn't surprise me if they get even a bit more out of that once they sort of... Run it in a bit. Run it in a bit. Work your trims, depending on who's driving it. If I'm driving my boat, I can get 85 k's <laughs> an hour. Yeah, I'll, yell, I'll yell at you a bit. If you're driving my boat, 95. Yeah, yeah trim it out, hold on, and hope your nose doesn't come over the back of your engine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great, it, it is a good looking 
boat. So someone with 100%. a family that's coming yeah. in, you definitely purchase something like this. It's uh, a great starting point. It's not going to... Oh, it will do everything. I shouldn't say it will. It's just the comfort when you get into a little bit of sea and whatnot, but it will be able to do it. Well and truly be able to do it. So it's a, yeah, it's the whole event was much bigger than last year. That's which, another thing that we liked, which we love. The other, the other thing that I was really impressed in, and boat, boats uh, companies specifically have gotten so much better at this. And, and we saw this firsthand on Melbourne Marine Stand, the, the Stace range, but also just what you can see online now. And I didn't actually realize this until I was talking to you. Couple of weeks was back. it a couple of weeks yeah, ago? Last week, man. About uh, Stabycraft's website and how I can I can go on their website and and you and I were fluffing around with the Stabycraft fifteen fifty because I've got a new fifteen fifty model for those playing at home that they've they released and if you go online and I've got an iPad you can put your finger in and and move the and swivel the three D and I was like Aaron this is amazing <laughs> and your response was yeah <laughs> pretty much every boat company's got that they do. It's great, and it's a great, it's a great little initiative to the website because look at it, look what you just did. You've got it up in front of you now, and you can view this boat exactly where you want to see everything in this boat. So, well, I was excited by the fifteen fifty because of the new transom design. So, out of your all the pics of the boats there, the fifteen fifty at the show caught your eye. Yeah, I love the fifteen fifty. Yeah. yeah. So I know we're talking practical. I know there was some boats that you're dreaming of in a few in a few years' time retirement, but <laughs> yeah, the fifteen fifty is the most practical. Well. I love it. I've got it. Yep. I love how they've they've reconfigured the stern because yep. what I didn't like about the old boat, and you mentioned it when I first got it, was just how the electronics were open. There was no closed oh the battery areas door yep. section yep. to at least stop the spray. Now they've alleviated that because they had, I forget what their side console version is called, um, but they had that bait system set up in oh. the back of the transom of that. So they've now incorporated that into the 1550 lockable storage compartments, a far better bait prep station at the back. This is a go-anywhere mm. 15-and-a-half-foot boat. I'm a, I think it's unbelievable. They're safe too. Like it's, It sounds dumb, but they are very safe. Shallow draft. You know, I'd love to see, and obviously it is, it's all around um, insurances with this sort of stuff. I would love to see a 90-horsepower max Rating for What's it. it up to at the moment? It's 75. Yeah. So on mine, I've got a... Um, I'm 70- having the same argument with Harry from North Bank at the moment. <laughs> Harry's... Uh, I've been trying to get him to crank up some horsepower on the North Bank, but I'm not getting over the line at the you, moment. You want that for <laughs> He's the just taking over obviously. the business, and I'm trying to get the naval architects to come in to boost up that transom for me. So the reason Aaron will be doing that, because the, the ratings are based for, essentially for... Yes, it's what the... The max ratings, they're centred around insurances. So yeah. the 75 is well, what the... The North Bank doesn't need anymore, but it just imagine a 650 with a 300 on it. It'd be much nicer than a 250, <laughs> won't it? <laughs> well, I would love to see a... I'd love to see a 90, because if you look at the... If you look at the boats now, like a 90 horsepower Mercury, they're using the same engine for yeah. the 75. It's just detuned. Yes. So, so the weight, it's, pr- it's practical. There's no real... Re- other than... There's no real reason as such for weight and purpose and along the lines of that, which the old old days we'll call it. You they to, were different. The motors it was were 50 different. Fifty kilo or so or something. So well, I've got a I've got a Sea Star jack plate on my boat, and that's an extra twenty two kilos. So you're you're already high anyway with that. So I don't think it should matter too much. What was the boat that you saw that you loved? Oh, that's a good question. Uh Oh, you can't go past. And I'm, I'm, this is biased. The 750 North Bank. I can't go past. I do. Yeah. I, that's well, that's an all round as well. That's an all round love there. 
What was the most I liked? Uh, what What about? Can I Can I tempt you because this yep. thing's for sale? Yeah, go on. Uh, I reckon I know where you're going with this. So Mercury, when they released their 600 horsepower V12 Verado, was that 12? Oh, you're ago? talking about their uh, their uh, helium balloon. <laughs> For those uh, that are playing at home, there are uh, what it, is it? It's, what's it called? It's not a helium balloon. Yeah. It's a it's similar. a similar ribbed inflatable. <laughs> yeah, helium that, balloon that, that happens to be ten and a half <laughs> meters long. The Gemini. So and uh, they got it for sale at the moment. Two fifty thoughts. Oh, they're good if you don't go flathead fishing. Because <laughs> if you if you cop a spine, you're in a bit of trouble. I, I reckon it's not bad though. Because how much was it? It's two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, second hand for the Mercury that. boat. Yeah. yeah. If you buy a 600 horsepower, they're like 120 grand now anyway. So these this boats... barely being used. These boats are absolute weapons on the water. Unbelievable. Like they will go in... Now, this sounds dumb, but they will go in everything. Yeah. It goes in everything. Yeah. Like any conditions, anything. It's yes, 10 metres long. But just the inflatable, the way it works is such. They don't have those big deep Vs where they go in the water and they push and they cut. These things are just like... They just... Like jet skis, they just bounce on top, but you're in 10.5 meters, so it doesn't matter. You just go. Yeah. And this is why the secret services and all the likes use these boats. Water police have these boats, is because they can fly on water. They literally on top of it. So they don't, they're not, they haven't got the weight to cut through and smash, but they, the way they perform is they get on. So if you like going really fast, <laughs> uh, a good diving boat, Pat, fantastic. This is why they use them for diving too, the ribs. They so, use these. So when yeah. they first tested this boat into wind, they hit forty three knots. I think it's a fifty knot boat now. I hate how like they've they, done that. They, Dave from Mercury was probably on the boat there. Into the wind, forty three knot. Turn the boat around the other way. <laughs> Go with the wind. You're getting an extra seven. I'm telling you, with the easily with the with the wind. So what's the weight there? The five hundred and seventy two kilo. With the motor, yeah. yeah. The boats, the boats like thirteen hundred dry. I think all up, it's yeah. like a... Four, oh, sorry, I meant engine, yeah. I think all up, it's like a four-ton package. Yeah. Can we fit that on the back of your ram, do you reckon? Is, um, that, a, is that a bit big? No, we can do that. Just got to hope we don't get caught, but 4.5 ton towing, that's four ton. Yeah, you... you how much do you weigh? You're 100 at the moment, probably? <laughs> no, <laughs> was there any Was there any other technology that you saw that you liked? Yeah, it's... I'd, I haven't had... I'll be honest with you. I haven't gone around the show enough yet. So yep. I reckon what we'll do is next week's show, I'm going to pull gonna out a couple. Go a I'm going to have depth. a real good look in depth because I just yep. haven't been around the show yet to see everything enough. Now, the reason for that is I Look, had a ticket I'll, appointment yesterday, then no, you come the, along and we just got stuck into for work. That, the reason for that is... Talking crap. I walk room. along with you <laughs> along the docks yesterday and you can't walk 10 metres without someone bailing you up. You're about three metres. You are like, you are like <laughs> David. Are you, oh, have you seen Patrick, the new David stop Beckham? it. You're blowing my head off. Have you been seeing the new David Beckham doco? I refuse to you watch are it. Like, I just keep seeing the Instagram reels of him dancing it, in some kitchen or something. It is fantastic. You are like the David Beckham of the fishing world, I've decided. That's what I tell you. You walk and No one else like, thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> people, people are everywhere. It's uh, it, it, It's been very busy, the show. But tomorrow, well, today I should say, I'll say tomorrow, but today should be much better because I've only got the two stage talks. You're gone, which is good. You're not there to annoy me with everything you want to look at. And we can, I can actually go around with Kano and we're going to actually look into stuff in depth because there's such a big range. Now, I just want to talk about one thing. This is a negative, I believe, of the outdoor show, right? Yes. Now, a lot of boats, so let's, they've been blown away with weather. So they've had, what did they have? They've had... 23 degrees, 24 degrees tomorrow. And then I think yesterday was 20, no rain. 
imagine if they had had what it was during the week, which was miserable. Mate, you and I caught glass up. half full for no, God's sake. But listen, this is what I'm feeling sorry for. Listen. listen yes. Listen. Everyone that had to take their boats on water to the Yarra itself. It's taken them three days to clean them before mate, the show started. Do you know how... So, Daniel, so I refer to Gibbsy, who's my best best mate. He works at Geelong Marine World, right? And haven't they, they had some boats in there? 25 boats he had to take on oh. water. He took some... In the end, they drove a few to Williamstown, but some are on the water. Those bigger towel things that they've got. Massive. So odd feet. They have copped an absolute flogging this week with 25 not wins just to get him into the show, but they clean them. They get back the next morning because there's been 35 knot winds all week. And again, <laughs> the boats are filthy again. They're just cleaning these boats. So for those that have taken them on water, and I just refer to these guys because obviously Gibb has been ringing me for wind updates. What do you time do you reckon the best gap's going to be? Where that? <laughs> and I've been trying to help the boys out a fair bit, but it's a fair run from Geelong to the Yarra in a 30 knot breeze. And the Atal boats were breeze getting them over there. He reckons he just flew across the top. And these are a big inflatable boat, uh, are, boat that painted at home. Boat. But on water, like the Haynes and that had to take across any boat you're in that's a glass boat virtually, even doesn't matter what you're in, yep. they've copped an absolute flogging trying to get them there. So that's where I feel a little bit sorry for some of the some of the uh, people that are having their boats on display at the boat show. Make sure you get down to the boat show all day. Aaron is here this morning, ten forty and five and five five thirty. Yeah, yeah. Some incredible boats and and different brands right across um, the sector: Stabycraft, North Bank. Haynes, Hunter, um, Gemini. There's some absolute rippers. Honda Marina here. Um, and in terms of the stage and the talks, Redmond, who we've got to, to look forward to. Saturday, what have we got? So you've got myself and a 10.40 and Lee at 11.20. We might even merge ours together. I think that's what we're sort of aiming to do, help each other out. Adam De Silva is on at 12.40 talking seafood cooking. Big Merv Hughes at 4pm. Merv and love that. I the- wonder if they'll, there'll be a bit of sort of... Hopefully a few questions of Merv and the latest uh, Ashes series over in the UK because Merv was getting into Piers Morgan and the, the whinging poms constantly. He's a, he's a character in himself, old Merv. The Deep Drop Live podcast session from 4.40 and then at 5.20, yep. the big dogs are back. Aaron Habgood and Lee Rayner. And what are you discussing? We're, we're honestly, we're, we're going to do engagement with the crowd. So hopefully more than six people come and Lee and I can actually engage with the crowd. Hopefully people can ask what they want to hear. That's the plan. Yep. And if if we get no questions and only a few people sitting around listening, and then I'm going to ask Lee some fishing stuff. So what I mean by that is he fishes a lot different to myself. Like he does a lot of estuary perch. He does yes. a lot of flatty spinning. And Lee's going to do some stuff back to me. So he's going to talk about fishing the tidal waters of Port Phillip Bay, chasing these big tuna. I know Lee does a bit of it, but I do a lot of it. And we're yes. just going to bounce off each other, help each other out, and then, of course, do our best to uh, engage with the audience as much as possible. I was about to say, so interactive, you're happy to take yeah, questions. 100%. No, no question is a dumb question. Very similar to what you and I did on the Friday night, so last yep. night. So you yep. and I jumped on the uh, North Bank and we did a big discussion with basically everything, all questions. So yep. we uh, tried to make it into a bit of fun as well, gave some prizes away. And uh, yeah, the more interactive, the better for us. So it makes our life easier, but also helps people get to hear what they actually want to uh, want answered as well. So the Melbourne Boat Show is on now. Make sure you do not miss it because it is bigger and better than last year. And uh, I'm really looking forward to actually getting around uh, the stores today so I can actually see some stuff. (laughs) So open till 7pm this afternoon. Tomorrow, 10am till 4pm, which is, of course, the Sunday. You're listening to Real Adventures for the Melbourne Boat Show. Docklands, October 
26th, right through to tomorrow, the 29th. On water, off water, free tickets and information online. New Key Promenade is where it's at, which is Harbour Esplanade and the North Wharf. This is Real Adventures. You're listening to Real Adventures, talking all things fishing, boating and the great outdoors. For Melbourne Boat Show Docklands, October 26th to 29th, on water, off water. Free tickets and information online. And for Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive sea covers, with protection like no other. Welcome back to Real Adventures. We are at the boat show this morning, Redmond. You're on a little later this morning, 10.40 I think you are, with the great Lee Rayner. Well, yeah, myself, 1040, and Lee just after me. Lee and, just uh, after you. Well, we might merge together. I think that might even been our plan. If you're if they let us. If you're not on stage, where can people find you? Because you are reasonably easy to spot. You do hide at these events sometimes. I, we couldn't yeah. walk anywhere with you yesterday without you being stopped and someone asking a question about what's on the bite or how are you catching these 100, cus- not giving 100 away plus any kilo of, tuna. Not giving away any of my hiding spots. You were like David Beckham. I was I was yeah. actually in awe of the greatness that was you yesterday. Patrick. Party. You know you who need to you reminded me like? You reminded me like Moses when Moses parted the seas, except it's just everyone just flocks you like a magnet. For those that are playing at home, Pat's an idiot. <laughs> you're like <laughs> an idiot. You're like a magnet. Anyway, it was. It, it, I love engaging with people, though. It's always good to talk. That's what we're there for. Absolutely, to talk fishing, boating, and hiding in North Banks. Have, have you? Have you? Was there any boats you? Oh, you can't name names. Is there any boats you looked at and go, "That is the worst finished boat of all time"? Oh, there's some horrific ones there. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I just think some of them going. I actually look at people talking to people I, that are selling the boats, going, "I feel like walking over to that person that's about to spend four hundred thousand dollars and say, don't do it.'" I thought you were going to say, no, they're all beautifully finished. No, there's some there's, shockers. Absolute shockers. There is some crackers. There's though. some that I don't even think they're finished. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we better get uh, we better get rolling, otherwise we'll get in trouble. It is, of course, now time for the Whip Around Film Dura. Unexpected, unforgettable. Start planning and find out for yourself. Visit mildura.com.au. We kick things off with New South Wales. These huge schools of... Salmon off Tarthra. There's another one there. Are humming. They're massive. Huge. So we've spoken about this Football all year. Fields. Literally, we've spoken about them all year, turning them up, turning up on the southeast coast of New South. And there's another big one there. And they, it's a great footage on social media of how big this school is. And there's a boat just trolling through them, and you can see the salmon just parting, parting way for the front of this boat, the bow of the boat, and they're just the rods taken off. So on the when, drone. When you see this, whether New South Wales or Victoria. Like, obviously, sharks follow these. I'm assuming oh, the, the, wh- the yeah. whales would be all over Yeah, it. they would be. There wouldn't be sharks far from those. Yeah. No, probably not as much Victoria. You would have them here, but definitely as you go up that way. Yeah. And the other way. Yeah. So, oh, the west as well. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, the other way down the yeah. west, like, you, especially the west. So, you, I mean, when it comes to salmon, you don't actually need to match the hatch because they sometimes they're, they they're feeding on tiny prawns and shrimp. And, yeah, they'll eat anything. Yeah. They just, they just eat anything. Yeah. If you can't catch a salmon... You, you're doing something wrong. And that's yeah. like most of the time you can say fish can be pricks of things, but a lot of the time when the salmon are like that, look, I just, I don't think I've ever really changed anything the way I fish for them is when they school up, the white ockies, yeah. I just trawl them behind the boat yeah. all the time. And there's not, I don't, I can't think of a time where I've had schools of salmon and gone, I can't catch one. I think so, if you want to make it easier on yourself, get rid of your trebles as well. Yeah, for singles, hook up rate will be 
good, yeah. uh, just as good, but it'll make you user-friendly uh, getting them off because trebles are nasty. Like, you don't want Shocker. them. I seen one on Instagram the other day. I don't know if I sent it to you. You rip not. the draw out of the fish in the end. Oh, if like, you are if releasing you're not, it, If yeah. you're not keeping them, yeah. like, get rid of them. Yeah, and for yourself, like this Instagram video was this guy got the treble in his finger uh, in his finger and then he like put his hand up when it got him and they got him in the eye and his oh, finger and eye kidding. was stuck through the treble oh, so no. it's uh, they're a prick of a thing to, to, to use as well speaking of prick of a things we spoke last week about the uh, yellowfin uh, in the Sydney Harbour the kingfish yep um, on and off this week which has been interesting and surprising no one is there anything that you do when they're when they're temperamental to give yourself a better chance, or is it your live bait versus? Yeah, you just got to keep. Spinning. You just got to keep trying everything. It's the only way to do it, and it's and time in the water. So yeah, because so like such a pain if, to fish for. So they're not like your salmon, where you're just going to put a strip in and they're going to catch. They're going to catch them. So whether it's if they're <laughs> like, it's, I'm trying to think of all the different different scenarios I've been in. So like live baiting is a great method. Yep. But then color and anything shiny is a great method to fire them up. So like jigging, if having there though. yeah, yeah, hundred percent if they're yeah. there. But if you can't find them, then I'd move on to something else. That's for me. I don't like spending a lot of time on them. Look, if I can't find them, if they, if I, I usually go for them, find them, get them, and then. If, but if they're going to be real pricks, or quite often they're going to be pricks, because you'll you'll go to places where you know they've been before, but then you'll so, slow troll like. One to two knots yeah. with your live baits. That's my be- that's my go to every really every single yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, live baiting is my by far my favorite thing to do for them. And how long do you stay in sort of a patch of water, or do you literally trawl along? Because you, you can cover yeah. a decent enough amount of time yeah. on sort of one to two knots. It depends what you're finding. If you're marking fish up, but I'll but I won't just trawl live. I won't just trawl if I'm trawling, for instance, say just to give you an example, the Cape Shank, which yep. is somewhere near where I live. And if you're trawling around the edge of that. And you're marking up all these fish constantly, but you can't get one to bite. I won't just keep trolling over it. Yep. I'll stop and drop knife jigs down and see if I can get a reactive bite out of them. Yep. Or I'll put a soft plastic in or change those live baits to dead baits or put a squid strip in. Just constantly try different things because something will set them off. It has to. But if they're not there, I'll just get out of there yep. pretty quick. I can't be bothered wasting my time for hours and hours to catch, to catch them potentially in four hours' time if they move in. But that comes down to time on the water too. Yeah. So that comes down to knowing the tides that they're feeding on, what time they're pushing into that part of the water. So it's yeah, it's all different methods that will come into play to, to targeting kingfish. Do the tides fire them up? Do yeah, the definitely. Fire them up? Like yeah. what's the? It completely depends where you are. So like, if you're in the Port Phillip Bay heads, for instance, which is a very strong tidal waters, the middle of the rips, you get kingfish through it, but it's hard to fish. So yeah. fishing the last couple of hours to an hour is the. I guess most productive time to fish, and you'll see you'll get them right in the middle. But if you're talking really hard fishing, where yeah. a place like Cape Shank, I don't like that dead water, so I don't like when it's slack. I like when it actually gets going because the it's not as strong of tide. Yep. And then you got places like you got islands like White White uh, Island off uh, Welshpool there, White Rock, sorry, I should say off Port Welshpool. So that there is a place where. You, you get your current there, but it's not... Like, you can see it coming around it, but it's not roaring. You've got a place like Montu Island where it does get real super strong where you're ticking live baits forward, but you're actually going backwards. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. there's all these different places you've got to, you've got to evaluate where you are and work out the best times. They, and just talk to your locals. They'll, they'll tell you. They'll give, tackle stores will be able to point you in the right direction and say, no, no, you want to be there the last hour of the tide or let the tide run and that's going to be your best time. So, yeah. it depends where you are. Batman's Bay, the big snapper, continue to buy. Oh, those knobby head things. They are... Fishing very good, very good, very very good. This week went absolutely crazy with them off Batesman's Bay. It was as good as I've seen. Bait, 
Bait. Oh, I thought you were saying bait as in Batesman. Sorry, uh, bait. Ha- sorry, I, ha- I haven't helped you. There yeah, bait and uh, bait and soft plastics. Yeah, yeah so they're yep. both fishing very, very well. Queensland, um, Logan River. Yes, mixed bag of fish, nice flatties, and it's bloody. It's up to seventy-three centimeters. It's big flatty. Yep. Lee Rayner got some beautiful big flooded down in um, Malacuta during the week, up to eighty-six centimeters. So we're going to we're going to be talking about Absolute. this afternoon. Donkeys, on the boat show. those things. Uh, the one I don't like. I do like, but I don't like a small squire. Squire is a snapper. I don't even know what a squire is. It's a snapper. So anything from New South Wales up, basically mid-New South, they call snapper squire. Freaks. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) I learnt this when I was on a charter boat uh, in Noosa last year, and they're squire. We're going to chase squire. I'm thinking, shit, this is awesome. I'm going to catch a new species. Pull up a squire. Got a snapper. Now they're the squire. What do you mean they're squire? <laughs> it's like the Australian salmon in New Zealand is the... Kawai. Kawai. Yeah, Kawai. Yeah. We'll, we'll just keep the names the same. <laughs> Tweed area. <laughs> Local young fisherman there, Flynn, caught a monster barracuda. So an actual barracuda. Ooh, barracuda. So not a cooter, as in traditional silverfish, but a big barracuda taken from the canals. Don't go swimming. <laughs> yeah, I was going to... And aggressive things. They are aggressive. Big over a meter too, and it was on prawn. Took about fifteen minutes to get it in on prawn on two. I wouldn't trust two. diving with it. Barrac- there are nah. so people good jump on when you get home and you stop driving. Kuda, you to this. Kuta. Yep. Yeah, barracuda. So yep. make sure you get on Google and have a look at what I'm actually talking about because there are different species to barracuda. So uh yeah, poor uh Poor young, I can't believe he landed on the leader that he was using too. Uh WA there's West, a what do you got for us? Massive bronzies being caught near Dawesville on the beach there, around that 100 kilo mark. So I don't know whether the salmon or something's moved in, but there's plenty of sharks there. And there's some they're nice... One the, they're one of your favourite eating sharks. Yeah, bronzy, beautiful eating yeah. shark. Yeah, they're really, really good eating. Uh, yeah, you Do you have I, to mind, uh, be mindful of the mercury content? Like, try and freeze it first. Yeah, okay. yeah those, yeah. So anything under sort of 80 kilo, you'll get a, I reckon, okay? 60 kilo. Yeah, you, you're fine. But you and I got a big one. Oh, shit. Jesus, would it be probably five, ago six, ki- six years ago now? And that was probably 130 kilo. I can't even remember Destroyed what it was. Destroyed me both. I remember it. It was great. But it uh, <laughs> basically... That, and that, uh, it, we it's fine that. to bring in now. It's fine to bring in now. Whack. We dragged it for a while. Oh, God. It, uh, well, you didn't have a gaff on the boat, Pat. I actually had to put a tail rope on that. And I still, to this day, <laughs> don't know how. I got a tail rope on 120 kilo. Yeah, I don't know. Plus 130 kilo, I'm, whatever I'm it was. I'm glad we did because it destroyed me in side pocket. Memories, Patrick. You'll see. It's great. Yeah, you wouldn't true. be talking about it now. True. I didn't pay for it. Uh, some nice-sized tailor around Lanceland as well. Uh, which is really, really good to see. There was plenty there to keep and release. Heading over to SA, fishing the jetties around the York Peninsula. Now, Pat, this was great to see because land-based, all the piers and whatnot have been producing plenty of really good squid fishing. It's numbers everywhere, bag limit captures, and it's great to see. And this is the the best time of the year to catch squid basically everywhere. So good sky squid too, up to a couple of kilo at times. So it wasn't in Victoria this week, mate. I'd give the hot tip. No, you know better than anyone, but she's a blue. You know what? I actually don't mind a windy week. I had a relaxing week, Patrick. It was nice. Sorry. We'll get to Victoria. Tasmania. Marion. Well, I'm just going to get two more reports for South Australia before you jump over the island, mate. Marion Bay (laughs) on fire with the squid. Very good. And fantastic day off the lighthouse Port Hughes, which is just south of Wallaroo where I was. Bag limit captures still coming out of there, 40 to 44 centimetres. Unfortunately, I didn't get any of those ones, but 
plenty of good fishing out of Point Hughes. You can go to Tassie now if you want. No, I was going to hold you up because we've received some strong feedback from uh, some South Australians around your um, your view on mm. Port Mac that's actually South Australian. It's not Victorian. So if, have you got any updates for Port Mac of South Australia? The weather was horrendous all week. What updates have you got for me? Not no, like, no, not, not, not oh, just, so, so. just some that... You know, you, you need to work on your... Um, Geographical skills. <laughs> exactly. Ge- the geography. Patrick, it's part of Victoria. It's Port Mac, he will be fishing well. It's just a matter of the weather. Yeah, there. the weather. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Flathead coming off of Mayfield Beach in Tassie. Pilchard being the best bait. Whiting, Silver Trevally and Snook, to name a few, as the Tamar heats up. So the Tamar River is a great river to fish, and the Whiting and Silver Trevally plentiful there and the snook is bycatch snook makes great boat bait to do other things but as this heats up the fishing in this joint will be absolutely absolutely red hot so it is a very very good fishery my I, you didn't actually tell me where it was but my physio sent me a photo during the week of a brown that he caught in the tassie lakes i think what's the i forget the name of the region it's like land of a thousand lakes or similar to or similar sort of do I look like Wait, someone I know familiar with that, Patrick? No, it just shows how disorganised <laughs> I do have Ray-Bans now. Look at the size of this fish. I know it was it's a, a radio fish. show and I'm showing a picture of a brown Yeah, something out. I'd do. That'd be, that'd be seven, eight pounds, seven, yeah. eight pounds it's easy. It's a beautiful fish. Hey, Victoria. Um, yeah, it's been It's been tough. It's been it's a shock to say. Yeah. It couldn't be a worse week. There's a few fools out in Port, for Western Port and Port Phillip. I, Did I, you feel the earthquake? No. It's two o'clock in the morning. What do you think I'm doing? I'm well and truly asleep. I was feeding my daughter... And on, I actually didn't think it was an earthquake. I'm like, geez, it's windy. No wonder. Do you know Aaron, how many people I've heard say that? No wonder Aaron's wind. been cracking and he's been grumpy as hell every time I say, "How you going? How you been going?" It's uh, it's just been the only way to explain it, unfishable. Yeah. Yep. So it's been a horrific week. It's anyway, it is what it is. There's a few snapper in Western Port, but basically, uh, snapper are going to get better and better, and we'll um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about basically a few other. Hints and whatnot as the shows go on and the snapper season kicks in. Maybe next week we'll get into a little bit of when to anchor on and a bit of bite times and the likes. You're not just going to talk for the sake of talking, though, because <laughs> you haven't you haven't been out. No, I haven't been out, so I'm not going to yeah, lie to you, and I've heard nothing. So <laughs> it's been a shocking week in Victoria. That was the whip around for Mildura. Unexpected, unforgettable. Start planning and find out for yourself. Visit mildura.com.au. You're listening to Real Adventures. We are at the Melbourne Boat Show this morning. Aaron's up a little bit later in the morning. 10, I keep saying 1040. 10, 10.40 you are on. Uh, if you want to come down to the show and say good day to Aaron, he was making it certainly an interactive morning for anyone that is interested. So pop down and say good day. The boat show is on till 7 p.m. tonight, and it's on from 10 a.m. till I think 4 p.m. Yeah, tomorrow about right. afternoon. Sounds so about right. It's been a wonderful show so far. So many boats on display. Um, there's friendly staff right throughout the venue, which is great to see. Um, that's us, Redman. It's break time. You're listening to Real Adventures, talking all things fishing, boating, and the great outdoors. The Melbourne Boat Show Docklands, October 26th to 29th, on water, off water. Free tickets and information online. And for Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, with protection like no other. It's now time for All Aboard. The Mildura, unexpected, unforgettable. Start planning and find out for yourself. Visit mildura.com.au. We are live at the Melbourne Boat Show. 
And our special guest this morning, Redmond. Yes, it is uh, none other than the new owner of North Bank. Good morning, Harry. As well, Chief Demission. I'm, I'm not refused to call him Andrew. I don't think it's, he, ha- it's Harry. Yeah, it is absolutely it's Harry. Harry. Well, yeah. even my mum and dad call me Harry, so. <laughs> Andrew Harris. That's it. How Good are morning. you, boys? Good now, mate. you've been a busy man because it's been, been Melbourne Boat Show into SA Boat Show. The great Nettie McHenry was on the show last week. Ned's, he was. Uh, at the. SA Boat Show today. Just quickly on Ned McHenry. Yes. How'd you go getting his boat into the South Australian Boat Show, which we're about to talk about in a minute? How did you go? Was it a good week trying to get his boat in? Mate, it was a tough gig <laughs> what, trying to get, to get Ned. Or? To get it cleaned away from his fishing. He got, thought he could take a boat into a boat show the day before instead of lining up <laughs> during the week. I rang him last week, Paddy, and said, mate, when can you get your boat down here? And he goes... Um, what do you mean? Yeah, he said, what do you mean? I said, oh, when do you need it? And I said, um, oh, Friday afternoon. I've got to get the boys to detail it. We've got to put the floor into it. <laughs> Then it needs to go to the boat show. And he goes, oh, oh, hang on. No, I've got filming on Monday, <laughs> Tuesday next week. All right, come on, Nettie. Uh, sorry to interrupt you there, Pat. Well, he's, he's only 12 months into his, you know, he knew his media foray of a uh, fishing extraordinaire. I do like Nettie. Now, you've been at the Melbourne Marine Centre stand um, Thursday, Friday. Um, tell us about it. What did you have on display for North Bank? What can people come down and see in Melbourne? Mate, we, yeah, we've got a really good stand here at this outdoor facility. Um, weather is perfect today. We've got a lovely 600C that we're uh, in at the moment doing the interview. Uh, looks much better. Same, same, same boat as yours. We won't say same, we'll say similar to mine. <laughs> <laughs> this well, one's in a little bit nicer condition. Probably a little bit similar to mine, actually. <laughs> Not used. Aaron, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aaron was joking when he, when he jumped in the boat this morning. He's like, oh, it's got... Uh, there's no anti-glare like my boat. Like, no, mate, that's not anti-glare. That's just grime. Yes, it <laughs> it's is. Just grime. It's just it's Yeah, the white is yellow. So we've got right, the mate. 600C. We've got 600. We've got the 500C, which so is the a entry really, level. really great entry-level model into the range. And on the water, we've got the Mercury Australia. have got the 650 hardtop down there and a 750 hardtop. That's 750 hardtop. That's the one with the single 400. Is that right? That's right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> absolute weapon of a boat, that thing. Pat's boat didn't get invited back this year. <laughs> Apologies, Pat. That's probably on me. Well, they did say, yeah, we'll talk about, <laughs> talk about when you bring the boats in. That's, that's you. Can I bring it in the day of? Well, I was more thinking about Well, mine is... Actually, it's in pretty good condition. I looked after it last night. I'm you actually, gave me credit what, on that. Well, hang on. Why don't you just rock up in it today? Well, we actually thought about, about that. About a five-hour drive. The funny thing... Up to for, Docklands. For anyone unaware, those in Victoria probably understand, but the last few days, um, and Harry can take zero credit for this because he just flew in as the owner. Like <laughs> Mate, he, he I, thinks I, now, he, I'm just going to fly in and fly out. But the boys bringing the boats in from, from all manner of different stands had to deal with the elements, it's safe to say. Mate, when I got here yesterday, I almost got back on the plane and went straight back home. <laughs> What is going on with the weather in Melbourne? Welcome to it's Melbourne. Beautiful today. Yesterday we were huddled up there in that tent, and yeah, no it wasn't. No, it was hail, no good. You hail. name it, they had it. The boats were full of hail, like actually full of hail. Hell. The other one I want to talk about the six fifty. As you walk into the boat show, there is a beautiful six fifty twin one seven five. Yeah, there is. Incredibly well appointed. It is. I only had a quick gl- glimpse at it yesterday, but that has got all the fruit on it. That rig. Mm. Twin 175s on the back of it, all the gear. You could destroy that quickly, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. and I'm a, obviously with the 650, I'm a more of a single person. So like, you like the singles? Yeah, even it, just looking at it, just or just like you got to look what I do. Like you look at the back of the boat here as we're sitting here and you look at the snapper axe and to explain it to the listeners, for me, 
the engine's out of the way when you're whiting fishing, snapper fishing. Whether you get the tw- twins, you you look at it if you as a we're looking at it, if just picture it yourselves that you then put the engine across another foot and a half, foot and a half either side, it interrupts your fishing quite a bit, in my opinion. Looks good on the ramp, though. It does look fantastic. And you know what? See this bloke in, next to us here? I'm trying to get him to upgrade to the 300 horsepower on the back of the 650. So I know he's uh, just the bought the business. With that? Yeah, we're going to have to get the <laughs> naval architects down and send some money, has. But we're going to get it upgraded to 300 soon, the 650, I reckon. I wouldn't mind that either, mate. Yeah. He's right. got him on board. I was going to say, this is a disaster because Rob would have handled things differently. No, no Aaron, you know what Rob already said? Calm. I mentioned this to Rob earlier and you already said, not happening. And I mentioned to Harris, he's like, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> Disaster written all of it. Hey, let's talk quickly uh, the South Australian Boat Show. What's on display there? Christie's Beach Marine uh, obviously have the North Banks on display. They do, mate. They do a really good job. They'll have my 600 will be down there on display. That's got uh, all the fruit in it as well. Uh, you've got Ned McHenry's new boat, which is a 650. That'll be down there. They've got a 550 and a 5 meter as well. So they've got a good range of vessels Um they might have a 750. I'm not sure if they were able to sneak that into the, the uh, to the showroom. Have you um, made a, Have you made a rod for your own back when it comes to the customization of your own boat? Because I actually the remember door. the dive door. No, no, and the helm. Because I remember helm. actually yeah. chatting to Rob when this was in oh, construction, and it, well, no, I, I don't think he hated it. I think he hated you. Yes, <laughs> I think that's there was, more, yeah. was a fair amount of resentment. No, there. Harry played this well because he got Rob to pay for all the new molds for everything, and now he's born. <laughs> but now that you are running the business, yeah, customization. Where can you take it? Look, I'm I'm extremely open to looking at you know customization in a, in a person's loud. boat. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> except for people like yourself, then as. Um, but no, that, that's the beauty of our brand. You know, we we still have the ability to um, customize to that person's fishing needs um, if it's within our scope of works. Oh, we love that. Uh, the Melbourne Boat Show on all weekend. Uh, you're up this afternoon. Uh, uh, just with you today. Just with me. Yeah, five thirty on the North Bank six meter. Oh, Which is already, that's a bit. And then where I'm up Saturday morning, yeah, uh, ten forty, Saturday and, afternoon, uh, at five twenty, and then uh, <laughs> Sunday things kick no, off. I'm going home Sunday. Things kick off at ten, <laughs> finishing at four. Our special guest Andrew Harris this morning, the new owner of North Bank, obviously being at uh, in Melbourne at the moment, but the South Australian Boat Show is also on. So pop down there and say good day if you're around the area. This has been. All aboard Filmildura, unexpected, unforgettable. Start planning and find out for yourself. Visit mildura.com.au. Reds Review for Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers with protection like no other. Welcome back to Real Adventures for Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers with protection like no other. We are, of course, at the Melbourne International Boat Show 2023 on to 7pm this afternoon. Aaron is on stage 10.40 this morning if, if you want to come and say good day, He's also, uh, if you can't get in early, he's on stage. 5.20. 5.20, is it? With the great Lee Rayner. Um and the show, of course, runs tomorrow as well, opens the door at 10 a.m. and goes through to 4 p.m. in the afternoon. It's been a wonderful show so far. Hundreds and hundreds of boats on display. And we've got a f- next week, we've got a full review of it. Like, yep. We're going to be in depth of everything. Yeah, we'll just, we haven't, I didn't well, get Well, the it. problem is, Aaron, the problem is, and I've already said this, you're lucky you're not getting the gaff this week. I can't walk anywhere. Oh, Patrick, you're about I to be. I can't walk. Squirt in- to the head with Aaron, a water bottle. I'm talking. I can't As walk- usual. 
I can't talk. I can't walk anywhere without you being stopped for a photograph or to be asked on where to fish. Like, why does no one ask me where to go fishing? Yeah, well, you got a few cats tops to sign. You got a few. I noticed after you won the premiership, people liked you a little bit more than what they liked you now. Yeah, I got a feeling there's something else coming up because <laughs> you've been very coy on what you want to talk about. Red's tip this week at go, the boat show. Go on. If the boat is on the water, right? So. What I mean by that is displayed on the water. Mm-hmm. See if you can ask them to just drive off the pier a bit because you get a bit of feel for the boat. And if you're purchasing it, I'm talking about, you want to go for a test run, right? You do. But you want to narrow down, I guess, your uh, your your options. So let's start with a bit of stability and boats at rest. Yes. If there's a little bit of wind around. Because boats you can are very turn the helm. You can see how they sit with wind. You can do all sorts of little bits of stuff. I always find boats are very stable on the trailer. Yeah, but not if you if you've got a one very of the ones where there's no air in the bottom, only on top. Then they're a little bit wonkier. But very stable on a trailer. A little are. bit different in the water. They are so, but no good being tied up to a pier either. <laughs> Is it? No, that's true. That's so just true. get off the pier a little bit. Yeah, and if yep. you're serious about buying it, and. I guarantee you, if you put 10 boats next to each other, right, and sort of in the ones that you're going to look at, they will all sit different in the water. Yeah. They all have different different ways about how they're going to sit, how they're going to drift. You're not going to get the full experience because but you're in our dock lands, but, but you, at least you narrowing can... Narrowing it down. You can compare apples and apples because 100%. they're next to each other. Literally. And you can get the stability of it. I don't know what their rules and regs are taking people out and doing the likes. I know we did it last year with the North Bank, whether it was legal or not, I'm not sure. But we <laughs> did it. So uh, If you're but, really interested in purchasing a boat, yeah. you know what? I reckon you can twist the dealer's arm and go, well, I've got me hard earned and I'll tell you what, there are some... They're lucky they're not getting the gaff with a few of the trailer boats that are 400 plus grand. For what they are. Ridiculous. It is. And I reckon this year has been an affordable year in the market for the fishing world too. So what I mean by that is I reckon the last few years, the demand was so high, they had the power, yeah. where boating manufacturers now, not that my North Bank's coming back any time quicker, but they're coming back a bit. Yeah, a bit more yeah. realities kicking in and yeah, boat yeah, manufacturers. So it just seemed to be a little bit affordable this year. I reckon yep. next year will be even more affordable. Yep. Uh, because... Well, cost of living's pinching pay. Yeah, 100%. So everything's starting to sort of be a bit, a bit smarter, I guess. But it's, yeah, it's definitely getting a lot better. That was Red's review for Razorback 4x4. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. The gaff time, Patrick, and I've got something for you, but I'll let you... you well, the gaff... The g- <laughs> I've got a good one for you. Trust me. Well, the gaff this week, Seven News uh, published this on their Instagram channels. A car and a light plane having a lucky, uh, quote unquote, a lucky escape after a near miss during a takeoff from Kagari, which Kagari is Fraser Island. Yeah, I think sure. it's correct, yep. Renamed. Um, or the, obviously the um, First Nations name for it. And you were you weren't too impressed with it. You're like, yeah, this nah, is Australia, right. mate. They're miles away, mate. The boat, the 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 plane came within ten meters of the car that, for some ridiculous reason, turned towards the plane that was taking off on the beach. Social media's views. Well, the gaff <laughs> this week goes to the no, no, Mitsubishi no, no, driver. No no, 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 the gaff's not going to the mini driver. No plane flyer either. The gaff's going to you. There we go. Go on. Don't even know the guy's name. Jack Crisp. Sorry. Collingwood Premiership player. I tell you what. Jack Crisp. Jack Crisp. Yes. The new face of the boat industry for footballers. You've just, you've just been shafted. Have heard it all. You've been shafted. He's the new face for Whitley. 
I actually have seen this. He's down at the boat show. They were advertising him. You and I got nothing. Yeah. Well, you got nothing. I got a bit more than you. And I quote, all aboard, we're, <laughs> we're charting a course for fun and discovery. So the gaff, well, I'm, I'm retaking over. The gaff's going to the boating industry of Victoria. Uh, for fun and discovery with Collingwood Premiership star Jack Crisp at the helm alongside his mermaid princesses, his daughters, uh, because he's got himself a new boat. Well, that is just the biggest load of rubbish I've ever heard. No, this he's is been, great. You've been, you're done. He's been in the you're boat. Old news. He's been in the boat for five minutes and all of a sudden that's where we're going. He's, that's where we're going with it. You're only it? as good as your last game. He's got to... I'm off the other. <laughs> All right, I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you want to come and say good day to Aaron, he's on the stand at... I can't even remember. Right. I don't I'm care. Mel Marine Centre all day, 10.40 and 5.20. He's not happy with me. He's been shafted and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a hat signed by Jack Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Real Adventures. We'll do it all again next week.